Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by Hillside Lawn Service, the experienced lawn care specialists. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan News from the Nest here on this featured artist Friday. It's Weezer, by the way. Ravens taking on the Cleveland Browns. Looking back at that Colts game. Vulnerable secondary, especially at the cornerback position, mm-hmm. and the Ravens didn't exactly go bombs away. Here's Todd Munkin explaining why. No deep shots. Early in the game, we did the first two drives. We hit, you know, seam throws or a pocket throw to get it. We had another opportunity late late in the game, but some of it, uh, we were trying to get the ball out. It was a situational part. There was others we did have opportunities, or we were trying to get it down the field, and we just didn't end up getting to it either by protection a route, and some of it was by design that we were trying to stay a little bit ahead of the head of the chains. Yeah, uh, the seam routes to the tight ends they did, you know, the first drive, and um, I guess some might have been called. I mean, the one debatement was kind of a joke, you know, third quarter. I mean, that that wasn't that had no shot whatsoever. But I think that because of man coverage this week and stuff, I think we'll see some shots. I mean, Aguilar can run, and they always run him on deep routes. So we could probably see that um, coming. And having Zay Flowers, I'm guessing they're going to put Denzel Ward on Flowers probably. You know, put their best corner on Flowers just because we'll see the injury report today if any of the receivers are practicing. But I think that just makes life a lot more difficult for the Ravens without, you know, without the receivers. But, you know, back to Todd, you know, I think, you know, they wanted to get the ball to, because we talked about it, yak yards, yak yards, get it to them and let them run. So I'm sure that was in the plan. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're tackling well and we're not making anything happen. And then, well, in the second quarter, you know, I mean, they had minus yards. It was just fumble after fumble. Speaking of that. Lamar Jackson's had some uh, ball security issues. Saw it again Sunday against Indy. So, Todd Munkin, explanation is what? It doesn't matter whether it's Lamar or any quarterback in terms of their ball security in the pocket, outside the pocket. You know it's coming the more it ends up on the ground. I mean, it's there's no question they're showing that to their defensive players. So, it's a point of emphasis this week of all of our players. We can't can't turn the ball over, can't put it on the ground. It puts us, puts us all at risk. No question about it. I mean, when you're in a pocket, I'm, I'm sure Lamar, they're, they're probably, when he, when he drops back in a pocket, back, Bob, they're probably having people swat at him and doing those kind of things. 
you know, just to emphasize, got to keep two hands on the ball. That's the thing. You know, John Rawson, the old coach, he always used to say, man, the ball's more important than you are. John Ralston, former Denver Bronco and Stanford oh, yeah. University head coach there, going way back to the 60s and 70s. Wide receivers, they're banged up right now. No Odell Beckham Jr., no Bateman at practice yesterday. What does all of this mean? Todd Munkin, how's that wide receiver room looking right now? First off, that's why Nelson Aguilar is here, you know, as a player. Devin Duvernay's made plenty of plays here in the past, and, and Zay is a fantastic rookie. You know, only going to get better. So Mark Andrews, I think for the first time in three or four weeks, is feeling, you know, better. I think he's, he's moving better. I mean, really, this is the first week I've seen in probably four or five that I feel like he's at full speed. You know, so that that's a positive. That's a plus going in this week. And every week that we're together, I really believe we're going to continue to do it better. And we'll, we'll see. <clears throat> sounds like Andrew's going to get the ball more, the way it sounds to me. And Duvernay, he's made plays in the past. You know, and that's why Texas, <laughs> but I, 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 I think kid, I kid, I kind of agree with what you said, Bob, that Treadwell will be up because Treadwell was playing pretty good for them, you know, in the preseason and stuff. So I'm guessing that he'll be up and, you know, I don't have a problem with, with him playing, but this is, this is a game for wide receivers. This one here, this is about separation. That's, that's what this is. Cause those those corners. They're going to play man coverage, and they're going to think that you can't get open against them, and the ball's going to have to come out quick because of their right. They're going to be cocky as hell. I mean, that's – I mean, Greg Williams's defenses, you know, and Schwartzy. I mean, I sat in those meetings. Bob, he got fired at New Orleans for putting bounties out. Yes. You know, in Washington, he didn't think me about But – What was that? <laughs> but the thing about it is – they, he's going to challenge them. He's he's going to have them so fired up, and that's the thing. I think I think the Ravens just run north, east, west. They're too fast to go east, west for the Ravens. Off, spread them out and get your guys the balls, you know, and give them opportunities to make plays like Pittsburgh did on that slant. You know, they beat them on a slant route, then he just outran everybody because if they can just make it a dog fight. That's that's a big thing. They can't get down early and have the crowd really into it because then it then it could be a bitch. Todd Munkin, Ravens offensive coordinator, met with the media yesterday. It's video at Haiti 1057 the Fed News from the Nest here on this featured artist Friday. Cleveland, number one defense through three weeks in the NFL. Todd Munkin, talk about that uh, that dog pound mentality. It is a great challenge. Uh, playing there, that's number one. They do a great job of challenging you. Uh, schematically in all areas as you get ready in terms of your game plan they challenge you and they do it with tremendous players but it's one thing to have tremendous players and and the way they play I mean they they play hard they uh so it's going to be a great challenge for us and uh, we're excited to go yeah I mean they're fast they play hard and they got talent they do I mean they got talent at linebacker they got talent up front they got talent at corner so yeah they they have a lot of talent on their team because we talked about at the beginning of the year if Watson played good, their roster's as good as anybody's. So this is this is going to be – I'm anxious to see what – I'm guessing, Bob, we're going to see – because Pittsburgh, a lot of screen passes and stuff to get guys in space. So I can see quick screens to try to, you know, get Zay in space. Zay's got to have a huge game in this one. Now we heard uh, Jonas Schaefer. 
last hour talking about Jim Schwartz. And you mentioned Schwartzy, Mount St. Joe, Baltimore native, of course. Matter of fact, high school classmates with my buddy Brian Fiore celebrating his 57th birthday today. But he's an aggressive dude. And here's Todd Munkin talking about Cleveland trying to make Lamar as uncomfortable as he can possibly be. Their goal, they're trying to make every quarterback uncomfortable, like every defense is. I mean, the idea is if you make the quarterback uncomfortable, then it's difficult for them to operate. I understand that part of it. Our job is to try and make it where he's not uncomfortable. It's really actually pretty simple in football. They're trying to make your quarterback uncomfortable. We're trying to make him really comfortable, and then we'll see. You know, that's really really the, the chess match there, really. You know what I'm saying? And we got really good players, and they got really good players. So let's go. All right, advantage who as we sit here on September 29th, two days away from kickoff. Well, if, if the big thing is, Bob, they're going to put people up at the line of scrimmage. They're going to put 10 up at the line of scrimmage. They're going to have people come out. It's going to be on Lamar. You know, can Lamar, like I said, can he make 90% correct reads? I don't, I don't know if he'll be able to. If he does, they're going to win. If he doesn't, and, you know, they're getting free runners and he's making wrong reads and he's turning the ball over, they're going to lose. Uh, to me, this is this is a Lamar Jackson game. And finally, Todd Monken, if those of you who forgot, and I was one of them actually until I started looking at the old uh, interview from yesterday, Todd Monken was the OC in Cleveland, Cleveland yeah. four years ago. And here's Todd Monken talking about going back home. I don't know. That was four years ago, basically. Yeah. In some ways, uh, wish I would have done it better. You know, there's there's some of that that uh, the Haslam's were great. JW, Paul, front office was great. We just didn't do it well enough. I didn't do it well enough. So that part of it, I'm excited to go back. I'm a Raven, and that was four years ago. And that was Freddie Kitchens calling yeah. the plays. So yeah. yeah. And Odell was there, you know. Um, he had 1,000 yards. So, yeah, I mean, they were they were not good enough. That's why he went to Georgia, you know, and was good enough there. So, I mean, he you don't think he wants to do well? Oh, yeah. He wants to do well, just like Clowney wants to do well. You know, they may not say it, but oh, yeah. Oh, no doubt about it. Speedy at Haiti 1057, the fan. We'll have a stat breakdown of the two teams coming up at 1245. Rich Dubroff, BaltimoreBaseball.com, bottom of the hour. Talk about the Orioles winning the East and look ahead. I mean, determined opponent, or a to-be-determined, I should say, for the ALDS. But what about that rotation? Tyler Wells yesterday closing out the game. Brandon Hyde said just by happenstance, basically. But is there a method to his madness? We'll talk about that. But next, let's count some cash. Your fever is high, and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Buy or sell. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Penny and Haney, 1057, the fan. Penny and Haney, 1057, the fan. Featured artist Friday. It's Weezer. Orioles are ALE's champs for the first time in nine years. For the tenth time in club history. Baltimore baseball tonight live from Pickles, 6 o'clock. Brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts B. Oriole Hall of Famer Mike Bordick and Nolan McGraw. Ravens three-point dogs in Cleveland on Sunday. Baltimore game day uncensored is live from the Green Turtle in Canton. Our first trip there. That's coming up Sunday morning starting at 10. But let's count our weekend cash. Nolan, by yourself. All righty. The Dow is down 52. The S&P's up 7. The NASDAQ is up 84. DraftKings up 53 cents. Uh, Under Armour's up 27 cents today. We'll start here in baseball. It's been a historical regular season for the Atlanta Braves in a lot of ways, but there is one more accomplishment that they can gather before this Sunday's season finale. As a team, they've hit 304 homers on the season, which makes them the first National League team in baseball history to surpass 300 as a team. But they're still chasing down the 2019 Twins, who hit 307 that year. Also interesting, the Yankees, same year, 2019, also had a big season, 306 homers. Uh, So a lot of recent offensive outbursts. Three left to play. Uh, They'll play the Nats this weekend, take on their pitching staff. Bob Byersell, they surpass the Twins record. How far are they behind again? They're at 304, Twins 307. So four home runs in three games. Okay. I'm not that stupid. I can figure that out. Matt Olson hit his 54th home run, by the way, last night for them, which leads all of baseball by herself. I'll buy it. They're going to bomb's way. And I'm going to go even deeper into the Magic 8-Ball. It's going to be someone we don't really talk about much that'll hit the uh, the record breaker. Go over to the NFL. Alvin Kamara is back from his three-game suspension, ready to suit up this Sunday against the Buccaneers. And his return really just in time for an offense that just lost its starting quarterback. And even though he's been away from the team facility during the suspension, he was working out on his own down in Florida, getting his work in. Uh, head coach says he looks great. He's ready to rumble. Vinny Byersell, we should expect a big game from Kamara this Sunday, at least 100 yards. I'm going to sell it. Um, I think he's got to be in game shape, football shape, and then, you know, if Carr was there, maybe. But with Jameis Winston, uh, I'm not feeling it as much. 
How about a little NBA here? The Milwaukee Bucks no. unexpectedly entered the Damian Lillard sweepstakes at the last second, and they pulled off the three-team trade to land the all-NBA guard. For months, Lillard expressed his dissatisfaction with Portland, but there was a heavy stipulation. He only wanted to go to Miami. Well, last time I checked, Milwaukee very different from Miami, but he is now paired with a top three player in the NBA in the Greek Freak. So Bob Byersell, Lillard's Miami obsession will magically disappear. Well, it's a boot point because he's not going to Miami. He actually, I saw reports yesterday that it looked like that it wasn't happening with mm-hmm. the Heat and that he wanted back in in Portland and the uh, Portland front office was basically like, there's no turning back. So he's in Milwaukee. He's got a better chance of winning the championship, by the way, in Milwaukee than he does in Miami. Sorry about that, Cordell. So, yeah, oh, it, the obsessions disappeared. Well, there was a report that... He's probably already brought a cheese head by now. Part of his threats that if he landed with another team, he would start popping off there and try to get them to trade him. Right. So, obviously... And for the record, Damian Lillard is my favorite NBA player that doesn't play for the Wizards. More running back news here. Another one to keep an eye on this weekend. Ezekiel Elliott preparing to go up against his former team for the first time. The Patriots traveling to AT&T Stadium, a venue that saw plenty of great Zeke moments over the years. So far in three games with the Patriots, though, 122 yards. Uh, But what's important here, his yards per carry back up to 4.4 after a very disappointing uh, down year in 2022. Vinny Byers sells. Zeke will find familiar territory in the end zone there in his return to Dallas. I'll buy it because I think they'll try to get him. You know, if they're close, they'll give it to him to get him in. And we'll close with this here. More on the Braves. Uh, As mentioned yesterday, Ronald Acuna Jr. reaching the 70 stolen base mark earlier this week did so in a game against the Cubs. In fact, it came in a very big moment in that game, the 10th inning of an intense game at Truist Park. 5-5 tie, one out, Acuna in scoring position, obviously, after stealing second base, and then the game gets stopped because he's got to take his curtain call, he's got to lift up the base, celebrate with the home crowd. Ah, Well, the Cubs broadcast team on Marquee Sports, they were not pleased at all, said, do we really have to stop the game here in extra innings in such a crucial moment? After they resumed, I don't know who the batter was, lined a single into right field, scored Acuna. There's the game, or go-ahead score. Uh, but buy or sell, they're right. The celebration could wait. Oh, I'm buying it 100%. And, and I don't know the answer, and I apologize. But is there ever? I know there have been a couple of 40-40 guys. I don't think there had ever been a 40-50 or a 40-60. No. So why in the hell are we... He had already obliterated whatever 40 and how many stolen bases. So why? Cubs are in a pennant or a wild card chase. Yeah, I agree with them. Okay, it's great. Nobody's ever done it, but nobody ever did the 50 and the 62. So why is that different than the others that had been accomplished? I mean, no one had ever done 40 and 65. Yeah. Set the the bar high. I'm with the Cubs. I'm with the Cubs. I'm buying that. Playoff baseball. What the hell are we doing here? It's not about personal accolades. It's teams trying to get to the postseason. Everybody, Orioles are in the postseason. Rich Dubrov's talking about that. When we come back, speaking of the postseason, who would you rather play? Would it be, well, Tampa's going to be one of the teams playing 
for a chance to play the Orioles. Would you rather have Houston? Would you rather have Toronto? We'll get into that with Rich. And is Tyler Wells going to be the closer in the postseason? Because we saw it last night. But Brandon Hyde, we played it in the opening of the show. Said, no, that wasn't a plan. It just kind of worked out that way. Now call him a liar. And I'm thinking Tyler Wells might be the call. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The latest sports news, and your place to talk about it, always, 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan, featured artist Friday, it's Weezer. Anything you want to hear from them? Another hour to go, a little bit. 410-583-1057, send your request, Plausport text line. It's Bob Haney, Vinny's Rado, Orioles American League East Champs. For the first time since 2014, our final BBT of the regular season brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts live tonight from Pickles starting at 6. Me, Mike Bordick, Nolan McGraw, stop by and say hello. But let's talk about those birds. Champs of the division, they get that week off before the ALDS opponent to be determined from BaltimoreBaseball.com. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline, Rich Dubroff. Rich, what is up? How you doing, Bob? Good afternoon, Vinny. Hello, Rich. Rich, always great to talk to you. And uh, the division championship of 14 was uh, after two winning seasons, including a playoff year of 2012. And I know people like to make comparisons. Is there a comparison? This year's team coming off an 83-win season, but experts said 74 and 88, blah, blah, blah. Pakoda's never been kind to the Orioles. Which one's more surprising, and are there any comparisons between the two surprising runs a decade well, apart? Well, Bob, uh, as Weezer might say, the only comparisons are only in dreams. <laughs> uh, <laughs> say it ain't so, Rich. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I think, you know, the teams are not, the teams are really not, uh, not at all, not at all similar. Uh, you had, uh, you know, it was a more, it was a much more veteran group in, in 2014 than than this one. But it was, a, you know, they were both fun. They were both fun, fun teams to watch. Uh, you know, that team had 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 really good starting pitching and a brilliant bullpen. I mean, maybe one, of the, maybe one of the best bullpens in, in baseball history. And uh, the infield, the infield defense was. Uh, was was brilliant, uh, and this one just this one has mostly young talent that could stay together a while because in in some ways the 2014 team was the peak 
you know, it was the best. Uh, you know, they had the they had the best record. They went, the, you know, they went the farthest of any of those uh, any of those teams. And after that, they only had one playoff uh, uh, game. And I think that in in 2016, and I think this team is poised for a a good long run. Now, Rich, you talk about the bullpen, and as we talk about current day and heading into October, Tyler Wells got the save last night, and we saw how Brandon Hyde maneuvered the bullpen after Dean Kramer, and you were there when Brandon Hyde said it wasn't kind of a planned thing. It just worked out the way that it did, but me and Mike Bordick, Oriole Hall of Famer, were talking about it yesterday that, hey, Wells, the maybe the, the secret weapon in October, could this be a glimpse of what Wells could will be for them once they get into the postseason starting on October the 7th. It certainly, you know, it certainly could be, uh, you know, he's a, he's a tough, you know, he's a, he's a big tough guy. And, you know, maybe this is uh maybe this is the best role for him. Right. You know, right now, uh, Cano, uh, I think Cano is a little better as an eighth inning guy than as a ninth, you know, than as a ninth inning guy. And the others are, are better as a, uh, you know, as setup guys. So I think that this may be, you know, th- this may be the way they go. It's just going to be interesting to see how they're going to, uh, they're going to stack up the start, you know, and they're going to stack up the starters and see who, who starts. But in terms of, uh, in terms of late inning guys, uh, I think, uh, you know, I think DL, DL Hall is really showing, uh, uh, is really showing well. And to have uh, Hall and to have Cano and to have Wells, I think that that's then maybe some Danny Coulomb and uh, CNL Perez uh, mixed in. I think that could be a nice nice mix. Rich Dubrow, BaltimoreBaseball.com. Joining us here, Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. You mentioned the rotation. Well, it's Bradish, it's Grayson. We got it in the best of five. But was Kramer in a precarious situation heading into last night? Had he built up enough equity? John Means certainly had the brilliant start against Cleveland. And then Kyle Gibson's been uh, picking up the old pace here lately. So how do we envision what could be the four-man rotation against a opponent to be determined in the ALDS? Yeah, I think that uh, this is this is something that, you know, Hyde's going to think about a lot. Over uh, over the next over the next three days, take a look at whoever starts. I mean, Means is starting tonight, and I assume that we'll see you know short starts by Kyle Gibson and perhaps Bradish on Sunday. I'm not sure, uh, but you're going to see a lot of scripted. Uh, you're going to see a lot of scripted outings, more like spring training when somebody's going to be on a, a strict uh, pitcher innings uh, innings limit. So I don't know. Uh, what they're going to, you know, what they're going to do. I mean, means certainly would be uh, somebody you'd want to have because that could give you, you know, that could give you a left-hander. Gibson gives you the experience and Kramer gives you the uh, explosiveness. So I think that's, uh, I think that's a really good problem to have that they have five, uh, that they have five qualified starters and uh, maybe only four spots right now. Now, Rich, I don't want to sound like an imbecile or any more than I normally do, but Heston Kerstad, what is his eligibility for the postseason? Is there because he was called up after uh, September 1st? Is he eligible or are there some loopholes that could possibly get him ready for October here? Yeah, there are loop. There are loopholes. But keep in mind, one of those position players 
on the team right now is going to have to be ineligible. So, uh, you know, they have 14 position players. They have a 28 man roster. They have a, you know, they have 14 pitchers. They're only going to use 13. One of them, Jorge Lopez, isn't eligible. So that's easy. And then they may, you know, they may swap a pitcher out from the, uh, from the minor leagues. But uh, I would think Kerstat right now would be the odd man out. They could use, they could uh, use him because he could replace one of the players uh, like Keegan Aiken or Dylan Tate, who's on the 60 day uh, injured list. Uh, Cause he was in the organization before, uh, September 1st, though he wasn't on either the 40-man uh, roster or the 60-day injured list. Yeah, yes, he could technically be eligible, but you'd, in order to put him on, then you'd have to uh, you'd have to make someone else ineligible. And I think right now he's a nice luxury to have. I would be surprised to see him barring injury in uh, in October. Now, Rich, if you wanted to bring him up. Now, these next three days would be a perfect time to give him some fielding opportunities to see what he can and can't do. Wouldn't that be that? I would think that may be one of the things that they may try over the next three days. Yeah, I think that you're going to see a lot of Heston Kerstad because I think, you know, they don't have, unlike in the past when, you know, maybe they had 35 or 36 players up for September, you know, they only have you know, as I said, 14 position players, so they can't rest everybody. But I think you're going to see, let's say, more of Jorge, more of Jorge Mateo and uh, uh, Kerstat and uh, Ramon Urias. Uh, and then, you know, some more of uh, Mountcastle to, to get him some at-bats. But I, I think it, that Kerstat is certainly somebody that they'll, uh, they'll want to take a a long look at these uh, these last few you know these last few days, but I, as I said, I would be uh, surprised if he were uh, on the postseason roster. Rich Dubrov, BaltimoreBaseball.com. Oh, real quick, Rich, what time's uh, Hyde's press conference today? Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Uh, I certainly want to see you there. Well, um, uh, last couple of days have not been given notification as to the time, so I I just oh, can't show okay. up at three and sit there until he decides to show up. You know, what no, I'm I would think it would probably be uh, my guess would probably be about four twenty five. All right, because we have Baltimore baseball tonight, brought to you by Savo Auto Parts live from Pickles Pub. He's Rich Dubroff, BaltimoreBaseball dot com. He's getting them champagne showers. It seems every other weekend, maybe another one's coming in a couple of weeks as well. Rich, appreciate it. Hopefully, I will see you tonight down at Camden Yards. Well, I I always like to see I always like to see you there, Bob. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You're the only one who says that. It's a crazy thing, Rich. If I don't see you, have a great weekend, and we'll talk next week. All right, Rich. Okay, my my pleasure. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, yep. Benny. There's Rich Dubroff. So yes, Heston Kerstad could possibly be on the roster, but someone would have to go. We'll come back. Let's crunch some numbers. Ravens versus Browns. Statistically, Ravens and Browns both two and one. Ravens coming off a loss. Browns coming off a win. Browns are three-point favorites. Why? We'll talk about that. Got NFL lunch coming at 1 o'clock. Talk about what's happening in the National Football League as week four started last night. You heard it on the fan. Detroit taking care of business at Lambeau against the Pack. American League East report and beyond. It's a big weekend in baseball for the wild card and for the AL West. And then we'll do our picks. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Packers. Vinny and Haney crunch the numbers. 
Sunday Stats Preview. 105.7 The Fan. Ravens at Cleveland. 1 o'clock. Cleveland Browns Stadium. Ravens three-point underdogs in this matchup. Both teams are 2-1. and one, But let's dig a little deeper when it comes to the numbers. Stat breakdown. Yeah, when, when you really look at I mean, let's look at the Browns. Um, they're a minus five turnover ratio. So let's hope that that continues. That's crazy, though, for a team that's ho- so highly regarded defensively that and, they don't and, force any turnover. Right. Bob, they don't get any interceptions. They've had one interception, you know, and that's what they don't do. But, I mean, let's look at the defense because everybody talks about, you know, the defense. Total defense overall, they're number one. They only give up 163 yards a game. Whereas they give up 163, they're number one. The Ravens' defense, they're number 10, and they give up 292. So that's how that's how crazy that is. Now, points allowed, uh, Cleveland, they're number one. They give up 10.7. Passing yards, they're number one. They give up 112 yards per game. Pass attempts, uh, they have third, 87. Um, completion percentage, they're first. How about the completion percentage of opposing quarterbacks is 48%. That's crazy. That's pressure. Um, average per completion, number one, 4.7. That is, that's unheard of. Whereas, like, uh, the Ravens are third. Ravens are third at 5.4. Uh, touchdowns allowed, they're number one. They've given up one touchdown pass. Interceptions are 20th with one sacks 11th with nine quarterback rating number one they give up a quarterback rating of 60.9 which is awful wow yeah Yeah. rush defense you say oh maybe they're not good at that no they're number two they give up 52 yards a game rushing attempts third they don't give up 56 people don't have the ball that's the problem average per yard rush they're number two 2.8. 2.8. 2.8. 2.8. Third down conversions, number one, 19% on third down. Like the Ravens on third down, they're 24. The Ravens give up 46%. They give up 19. Penalties are ninth with 16. All right, let's look at the let's look at the, the Browns offense. They're 10th overall, 366. Points scored 24. So I mean they're scoring 24 and giving up 10. Not bad. Passing offense, they're 21st, 205. Now, the thing that I was just reading and I was telling you off air, Bob, Deshaun Watson did not throw the ball on Wednesday, threw it very little on Thursday, and threw it very little today. So he's having problems with his right shoulder. So that is a big concern for them, and that could be a huge advantage for the Ravens. Now, pass attempts, they're 19th uh, with 102. Now, because when you look at it, you say, okay, so they they don't throw it a bunch. They're rushing attempts, they're third, 106. So they're about 50-50, run pass. Completion percentage are 23rd, 64%. Average per completion, 20th, 6.6. Touchdowns are 11th with four. Interceptions, 13th, they've thrown two. Sacks, they've had a bunch, Bob. They're third, 12, 12 sacks. Quarterback rating, 87.8. Now, rushing offense, they're fourth, 160.7. And I, I'll be anxious to see how it kind of trickles down each week because 
the lack of chub. Yeah, he accumulated most of that yards uh, yardage early. Wasn't like he always like most yards after contact was always chub. Now the average per rush, they're eighth with four five. Third downs, they're not great on third down. Twenty second, thirty four point nine. Penalties are fifteenth, you know, with eighteen. So overall, offensively, they're kind of middle of the pack. Defensively, awesome, and offensively, nuts, not so great. I mean. When you look at it, Pittsburgh, the Browns' defense, they they didn't play bad. They played great. It was the Browns' offense gave them 14 points. Right out of the gate, turned yeah. the ball over for a touchdown. Yeah, at the beginning and at the end. Now, when you look at the Ravens, their defense is 10th. Not bad. You know, points allowed, good. Eight, eighth with 18. Passing, they're 11th. Give up 200. Pass attempts, 30th. So a lot of people are throwing it on them, you know, because they're hard to run against. And, you know, they've got a lot of hole. Can't rush a passer. Completion percentage, 13th, 64%. Average per completion, they're good there. That's tackling. Average 5.4. Touchdowns, they've only given up three. Interceptions, the they're right there with the Browns with one. They don't get a lot of interceptions. Sacks, Ravens, they're sixth. You know, defensively, they've got 11. Uh, rushing, they're eighth. Ravens are good against the rush, 92.3. Rush attempts, they're ninth with 73. Average per rush, 3.8, which is pretty good. I mean, the Browns are 2.8. Third down conversions, the Ravens are not good on third down conversions. They're, you know, they're 24th. They give up almost 46%. And penalties, you know, the Ravens are 22nd with 20. Now, when you look at the offense, I mean, for Bob, I mean, for as bad as we say everything is, they're 12th overall. 348 yards. Points, they're 14th with 24. Um, passing, this is this this is this is uh, Greg Romanesque. They're 24th with 190. Pass attempts, they're 29th with 86. So they haven't they haven't thrown it a ton. Right. We thought you thought this I, was uh, a 4,000 yard. I yeah. Thought, yeah. Completion percentage though, Bob. Efficient, 73.3. You know, I mean, their second average completion, which this is up for Lamar, 7.1, which is 12. Touchdown passes, they're uh, they're 31st. They have two. Interceptions, they're good there. They're 28th. They've only had one. Now, sacks, they're 16th. They've been sacked eight times. But if it was a normal quarterback, they'd probably be sacked like 12 or 13. (laughs) Um, Rushing offense, they're fifth, 158. I, I didn't think they would be that that good rushing. You know, in rush attempts, they're fourth with 106. So they've thrown it 86 and ran at 106. So, I mean, they're running the ball a lot more than they're throwing it, which I thought it would be the opposite of that. Now, average per rush is ninth. They're 4.5. Third down conversions, Bob, they're awesome. Second, 51%. I mean, so something's got to give. Their defense is number one. Ravens offense on third downs is number two. So they give up 19, Ravens make 51. So that could be a big thing in this game is, you know, can the Ravens convert on third down? And how do you convert on third down? You win on first and second down, make it third and short. Penalties, Ravens are 20th with 11. So um, that's a look at the stats. There's some interesting um, things. The biggest difference is, is there's a lot of ones and twos with that Browns defense. A uh, couple of injury updates real quick. Uh, Tom Palacero from uh, NFL Network, Mary Kay Cabot, 
pointing this out as well. Deshaun Watson, officially questionable for Sunday. Mary Kay showed a video. He's thrown two balls, just two balls, in the early portion open to the media. So Deshaun Watson. The backup's a UCLA kid, right? Uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Yes. Yeah. It was actually a pretty good ball player, kind of. Well, he then, went through the coaching change out there in Bruinland. Yeah. But for the Ravens, no Ronnie Stanley. <laughs> Bob. Are you you think he saw Miles Garrett and didn't want any parts yeah. of that? Is that what you're saying, Vinny Serrato? I've been saying it all week. <laughs> I thought that he would. I th- I, I, I was going to be shocked and he's going he's gonna to play, but no. No Beckham. No, no Bateman. No Oway. No, I didn't think so. No Ajabo. And no Humphrey, which has us wondering. I mean, what Why the didn't hell? they put him on IR? Exactly. So, that, uh, there that's you extremely are, disappointing. I, I, I thought, I mean, Bob, because what did Harb say, you know, about Odell when he got hurt? It, it's nothing big. I mean, he's been out two weeks. You know, I mean, come on. He came back in the game. So uh, some fancy names look like they're going to miss the game against Cleveland, but Deshaun Watson, we'll keep an eye on that. Coming up 1 o'clock in Cleveland, Ravens three-point dogs in that game. When we come back, NFL lunch, beat us football. There was a game last night at Lambeau. We'll talk about that. You heard it on the fan. It was Detroit improving the 3-1 and one and taking early control of the NFC North. We'll talk about the American League East, which is wrapped up because the Orioles have won. I told you, Nolan's going to sing We Are the Champions before we get out of here today at 2 o'clock. But the wild card in both leagues still very much up for grabs, as is the AL West. So we'll go beyond the East with our baseball report around 115. And then it's picks, college and pro. Week four, week five, college. Maryland trying to go to 5-0 and for the first time since 2001. Ralph Regan's first year when Maryland won the ACC championship, went to the Orange Bowl. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.